are here with our Vice President over Solutions and Monitoring in CX, Kevin Hansen. Kevin, thanks so much for being here. We're just going to go ahead and jump in. Did you go to school and you done any school or, and like how, how did your career get started? Um, well, actually, um, yeah, I uh, was working kind of a little, it's a little job parking cars and I had gotten back from, you know, a couple of years in Argentina and uh, I'd always dreamed of being a pilot. So I started flight school and uh, I was going to flight school and I thought, oh, you know, how am I going to get in? And, and a friend of mine said, hey, we've got this uh, great job in a call center. It's working reservations for Continental Airlines. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. Like, I'm already going to be working for an airline. I want to be a pilot. So I started doing reservations and uh, you know, still going to flight school. Worked up my way. I've got my private pilot license. I got my instrument rating. I got my commercial rating. I did my multi-engine rating. And I was working on my flight instructor um, certification. And at the same time, over on the Continental Airlines side in reservations, I was an agent in almost every different group. I started in just regular reservations. I went to international. I went to what we call kind of the travel agent desk where, where travel agents would call you. And, and then I became a trainer. And then I was a supervisor. And, um, and so while I'm you know, doing flight training, I'm moving up you know, a little bit on, on the reservation side. And um, I got to this point where I had an opportunity to, you know, out of the blue, it's kind of a funny story, I'll tell you. Um, the, the center director of this call center, his name is Jim Thistle. He called me into his office. He said, hey, Kevin, you know, we see some of the things that you've done, and we have this project where, oh, and by the way, I had done a little bit in workforce management too. So at the time, I was doing workforce management. And uh, they said, hey, we, we're going to be implementing new switches, or they call them ACDs, right? Kind of the call switch in, in our five sites, and we want you to lead the Salt Lake implementation. I was like, me? Like, are you serious? So I was all excited. I said, yeah, we're going we're gonna to give you a little bit more pay. We're going to kind of make you a manager for a little while. And I remember walking out and calling my wife, and, and uh, she's like, do you know what day it is? And I'm like, no, what day is it? She's like, it's April Fool's Day. They're probably just playing a joke on you. Why would they pick you? I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. So I went and I said, Jim, are you just, are you uh, really being serious? She's like, no, we're being serious. So so at that point, right, I had to make a decision. And I started to you know, say, do I want to be a pilot? Do I like what I'm doing? I really loved what I was doing in the contact center space. So I kind of made a decision to put kind of the, the flight schooling on hold. And, and you know, the rest is I just started to move up uh, within the airlines. I after soon after that, I moved to Houston, Texas, and and uh, moved up, and I never actually you know, finished flight school, and and I never did actually go to school or you know college uh, as well. And I've done a little bit of, um, you know, I'm I've gone back, and I, I'm a firm believer in in education is so so important. And um, but I just I, you know I moved up quickly. I had a family, and I just couldn't fit in like a full time school. Um, but I did a lot of continuing education type things, you know, and I was at the bank, uh, there was a program where you could go learn all about banking. I signed up and, and did a three-year program there. And I've always been a big believer in kind of continuing learning. Um, and I think even in today's world, do you have to have a degree? No, you don't. Does it help? Absolutely. Does it open doors? Yes, it does. But school is not for everyone, right? And I do think there's lots of opportunities if you work hard and you are dedicated and are willing to put in that effort you can be successful. And uh, I'm kind of proof of that, right? That uh, I don't have that, that degree and, uh, uh, but worked hard and, and was very dedicated and uh, was able to get where I'm at today. I think that's great. Uh, a lot of the people in CX have started their degrees in something completely different, like might be marriage and family studies. It could be 
actually going to hair school, I think a lot of people can relate to that because I think they feel like they might be either wasting their time or there's nothing they can do other than what they signed up for when they were 20. I think that's something that would be really helpful. I'm a firm believer believer that if you really want to go do something and you're willing to invest the time and the effort and work hard, great things can happen. Okay, we're going to put that on a shirt. Picture frame, <laughs> that last quote. Um, okay, so how would you describe networking and what impact it's had on your career? Oh, um, yeah, networking is so, so important. You know, I, I, um, you know, I learned early on that, you know, the, the more you can surround yourself and know people and know what they do and, and how to help them, it actually, in the long run, also helps you. And I think that the key to networking is, is trying to remove that fear. Sometimes it's very hard, even for me, like, oh, I'm going to go meet somebody and how do I have that conversation? What do I do? But I think the key for me has been, look, just go learn about, people love to talk about themselves. And if you can approach someone and just learn about them, like tell me about what you do and, and how you do it um, and, and explain a little about your role. And, and really, if you approach it more of a, how can I help you with what I do versus a, how can you help me? I think that really helps, uh, you know, break down some of those, those barriers and create a, a, um, a relationship that can, can help you over many years. Um, and so I've really found that the more that you can connect with people of, you know, that do different things, um, and, and kind of understand and get that diversity, you can then all of a sudden know, Hey, I've got this issue. Oh, I remember so-and-so they could probably help. And you can start to reach out and build those networks that actually help you get things done. Um, and so you can see some of those, those amazing leaders, right? They've really built amazing connections and can be able to connect the dots of things and, and how to make things get done. It's really through people. And so the better that you can learn and go um, kind of overcome that fear and go talk to people uh, and just kind of have those conversations and build those relationships, the better and, uh, your opportunities will be in your career and the more things that you'll be able to impact and influence over time. Would you say there's a certain point where you should start networking or do you think? Absolutely. Right away. Right away. I will give you an example. When I was just as an agent, right? And I was a reservation agent and I'm like, oh, well, I want to understand what this trainer worked on. So I went and spoke to the trainer. I said, Hey, what do you do? How do you do it? Um, and it was great. They, and like I said, they were like, wow, I'd love that you come and talk to me. So it's, you can start at any time. And I think that, um, oftentimes I think we were scared about going and talking to somebody. Um, but like I said, most people will make the time and uh, really want to share what they do and how they do it. Um, and it's really just, I think oftentimes on our side to kind of overcome that fear and go reach out and, and make that first contact. Yeah, that's great. On kind of the same tangent, have you ever had a mentor? Did you seek them out or do anybody who would fit that? Ah, good, good question. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Mentors are important. And, you know, I've had a lot of mentors in my life, right? You know, I, I would say like my dad, right, for example, has been a huge mentor in my life, but, but I've had a, a number of relationships and, and in particular, I've had some bosses that I would say are probably some of my, my best mentors. And, and then even after I didn't report to them, continue to help mentor me. Um, I'll go back to early in my career. Um, there's a guy named Martin Hand, um, was one of my first mentors. And, and I was kind of moving my way up through the airlines. I'd left Salt Lake City. I'd moved to Houston, Texas. My first management job, I was kind of, woof. Um, and Martin kind of took me under his wing. And he was just a great mentor. We, we had a great relationship. And, and he would really just kind of help me. Like, I'm kind of like, well, what do I do in this situation? Or how do I do this? Or what are your thoughts? And he really just kind of helped me just organize my thinking, 
gave me ideas, suggestions. He never told me what to do or how to do it, but just really helped me talk through and give me suggestions. And, and to this day, I, you know, count Martin as one of my you know best mentors that really kind of helped me get started on my journey. And really it's just about striking that friendship and, and how I did a lot of that. It was, I talked about earlier in terms of that networking is just, you know, building that relationship, you know, and, and how can I help you and what role can I play and, and really learning about what they do. And uh, so I think mentors are really important. What job early on in your career have really helped you develop and figure out what direction you wanted to take? So like maybe what role was it specifically that made you decide to switch from flight school? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I probably, it's probably two roles and, and I'll go back to, to my airline days. Um, the first one is I had an opportunity to be you know, if I compare it to what we do today in CX, right, it would be like an advanced issues agent or executive res. I was on a team and there was about probably less than a hundred. There was probably, I think there was 40 in Salt Lake City and there was 40 in, in our Atlanta or sorry, our Houston uh, call center. And basically we were the one that at the end of the day, if something couldn't get solved, it came to us. Or if, uh, if a specialist had a question couldn't resolve it. It came to us. And we had almost like, I can say godlike powers. Like I could put somebody in first class, right? I could do lots of things, but I really enjoyed solving customer problems. Um, you know, I'd get some crazy ones. I'll give you an example. Um, somebody was supposed to go to um, uh, an island in the Caribbean and end up in, and we sent their bag to like Guatemala, right? And so they're like, I don't have any of my stuff. And I just love figuring out how do I go find that bag? How do I get this? How do I compensate her so she could go get the things that she needed? So those kinds of things I absolutely love to do. And I found that I love to help customers. I love to solve problems. Shortly after that role, I, I had my first supervisor job. Absolutely loved it. And I love to be able to, you know, kind of have part of a team and, and work together and, and solve problems and mentor right? People that had just been in where I had just come from, right? In that, in that, in that first job and, and kind of show them how to do, be successful. And I absolutely love that. And I think that kind of catapulted me, uh, kind of say, you know, I really enjoy this. Sure. I want to be a pilot. Pilot was kind of glamorous, kind of sexy, but at the end of the day, I really love just being with people and, and being around people and, and solving customer problems. And I kind of thought that's kind of a, the way I wanted to go and, and I was successful at it. So I decided to make that my career, and it's been great ever since. Did it make you sad to lose out on all the airline perks for your life? <laughs> oh yeah, when I left the airlines, yeah, it was it was it was it was rough. But uh, you know, I've been fortunate in my career that I've been able to travel a lot, probably more than I wanted to. And you know, I was with a large international bank, I was with the airlines, and did a lot of stuff traveling there. And I realized, you know, maybe being a pilot, and I probably wouldn't have been what I wanted because it's a, it's a lot of travel. But um, but yeah, I definitely missed the perks for sure. Okay, so. What do you wish you would have known early on? Like what advice would you have given yourself 20 years ago or? Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. One of the things that I would for sure have done is, you know, sometimes we're our own worst critics, right? We, we beat ourselves up more than anybody else could beat ourselves up. And so I think part of what I would, would have probably said is, look, Kevin, don't take life so seriously. Um, have a little more fun along the, the journey and, and don't expect perfection all the time, right? I think perfection's the enemy of progress or the enemy of good sometimes. And sometimes I put too much pressure on myself to be perfect and do things perfectly. And it's something I still probably, all of us probably still struggle with a little bit is how do we do that? But uh, for me, that's probably what I would go back and tell myself. Okay, great. Um, what advice would you give leaders and people in CX when it comes to career development? Oh, career development, great one. 
Um, you know, I get asked this quite a bit and I, I always have the same answer. Um, it re, you have to own it, right? I think sometimes we feel like, oh, so-and-so, my boss or so-and-so has to kind of help me, give me, a, you know, that next level promotion. You know, if you think that way, you're kind of putting your destiny in someone else's hands. Really, you just have to own it. And, and I always like to say, be a star where you are, right? If you are a star where you are and you work hard and you put in that effort, um, good things will happen. But you need to own your career. And some of the things, you, you know, Cam, we've talked about, right? How do you go network and spend that extra time to go, you know, after work and say, hey, I'm going to go meet so-and-so and, and spend that time to develop yourself, learn from others. But you have to own your career and, and kind of make those decisions to work hard. And if you do those things, good, good things will happen. Okay, awesome. Um, how do you manage work-life balance? Has it ever been difficult for you to do that? <laughs> Work-life balance, yeah, that, that, is a, that is a tough one. And that's one that even today uh, I struggle with. And my wife, she's good at reminding me like, hey, you're not doing a good job at work-life balance. Um, and that is a hard one, right? Because I think, you know, part of what I've said in my mentality is, oh, hey, I don't have that little piece of paper. I don't have that degree. So I probably have to work, you know, twice as hard as the next person. And so at times in my career, I've probably I work too much, you know, and not had a good balance. And I think as I've gotten older, uh, really making sure that you take time out for the things that you like to do and that you dedicate that time. And really, how do you section off your time to give yourself those things that you, that you like to do? So how do you recommend people invest in themselves? One of the hardest things for us to do is, um, is be able to be disciplined. There's good, better, best. How do you spend your time? I think it's so, so important, right? And, and there's been times in my life where I'm like, maybe a little bit on the lazy side. I'm going to watch you know, a series for the whole weekend and, and do nothing. Um, and that's good. And sometimes you need that. But you have to ask yourself, is that going to give me the best outcome and the best things that, that I can do and be the best person? Maybe not, right? There may be other things that, that I could do that help make me a better person and invest in you know, in me. All those kind of things, I think. For me, come down to how do you manage your time? How disciplined are you to do those things that will actually make you a better person, make you a better employee, make you a better husband, wife, father, sister, brother, whatever? Um, I think it's about discipline and being able to make some of those hard trade-offs and, and do the hard things. And if you do those things and invest in yourself that way, I think you'll, you'll put yourself uh, in a much better space each day. You know, I, I just can't stress enough about, um, you know, you know, and you ask great questions, Cam. It's really about kind of hard work. Um, you know, if you want to further your career, um, it's really about hard work, you know, learning from others, building those relationships and that network that you talked about, finding someone that can help mentor you that you admire. Um, and, and just there's no substitute for hard work. There really isn't. And being willing to in, in, invest in the time. And, and like I said, make those trade-offs off. Hey, I could go do this or I could go do that what's good, better, best, and trying to do more things that are best uh, that will ultimately get you where you want to go. Um, that would, I, would, I would just leave that with, with everyone and, and, and say just you know, own your career, own what you want to do, and, and go do it. Just a couple, the fun, right. just regular questions. Oh, okay. Um, what are your hobbies? I know you said fly fishing, but what are your um, hobbies? Yeah, so I, all things outdoors. I love uh, to be outdoors. And, and uh, I was just talking to Rachel. I'm like, oh, my, I haven't scheduled any time to get outside. So uh, for me, it's I love going camping and, and hiking and, you know, fly fishing. 
uh, being out with my family. Um, another big hobby I love, I'm kind of a sports fanatic in a lot of ways. Um, I'm a huge, uh, probably because I worked a lot at an international bank and I spent a lot of time in London, but I love the Premier League soccer, so I, I'm a huge Liverpool supporter. Um, Does that make um, you a Ted Lasso fan? <laughs> I, I do like Ted Lasso. Um, yeah, great show. Um, some of the things I do love to do, like I love to go um, ride bikes, and and my wife and I, we, we've got bikes, and we kind of move down by where we've got a trail to go ride, and I absolutely love doing that. Um, my wife um, raises seeing eye dogs for the blind, um, and so, and I, I, you know, I've never been around dogs growing up. And so now I've learned to love dogs. So it's really a hobby of ours. And, and she's now, I think, raising the sixth guide dog. And so we spend a lot of time doing things with the guide dogs, which I absolutely love. And, and, uh, sometimes I don't love it because dog goes everywhere with this, like, you know, we go to, we go out to eat wherever we go, the dogs with us. So, um, but, uh, it's just really fun to be able to kind of, you know, help her and be part of her hobby that she loves to do. And so it's been a lot of fun. No, oh, I forgot to mention, I love to travel too um, and see new places, experience new food and meet new people. Where's your favorite place you've traveled? <sighs> place. You know, I got to tell you, one of my favorite, I have a lot of them, but let me just say, if no one's ever been to Hong Kong, it is a fabulous place. Um, so much stuff packed into one little city. Um, just lots of things to explore and see. And I would recommend everybody go spend some time in Hong Kong. And it's just a, a really neat place to go visit. You watch reality TV, <laughs> Real Housewives of Salt Lake uh, City. I will tell you my wife, you know, it's, it's uh, my wife watches all those things, right? 90 day fiance, all those things. So we were quite, quite a bit watching bachelor for a while. I have to admit that that was kind of fun actually. So that's probably my guilty. Like I would never tell someone that I actually watched the bachelor and part of bachelor nation. So yeah. <laughs> great. I think that's a great Kevin. <laughs>